Kaufland abandons Australia. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I thought it's worth looking at this article from news.com about Kaufland, one of the largest, one of the largest grocery chains on the planet, and one of the biggest ones in Germany, has abandoned Australia after announcing that they were going to come into the country, open 20 new stores, and really you know, mix up the market. So what does that tell us, guys? What does that tell us about the retail recession that we're seeing nearly every day? And the recent consumer confidence, it's... We had a little uptick last month, maybe for Christmas, and it's heading back down. Not looking to trend very well. And I'll go through this in greater detail in another video later today. But let's have a look through this article, guys. German supermarket Kaufland has pulled out of Australia despite intentions to launch 20 stores. And this is quite a shame because it would have been good to have another player, another player in that sector. Because in the end, more competition is better for consumers. I mean, Aldi has been a game changer. It's, they're much cheaper than the competitors of Coles and Woolworths. And they're actually cheaper than Costco as well. When you look at the comparing the uh, the costs of the items. We've, I know that because we went through a Costco with a spreadsheet of Aldi prices. And Rachel ruined all my dreams. It's very smart how Costco do it. Not actually that cheaper when you compare it to the shop brand products. So the nation's biggest supermarkets can breathe a little easier. After German supermarket Kaufland announced its intentions to leave Australia. I mean, so they're leaving before they've even started. The fourth biggest retailer in the world came to Australia less than six months ago with a plan to flip Aussie supermarkets on their heads, but today announced it would pull the pin before opening a single store. So, I mean, they have no confidence in our market. Where everything's headed, I mean, wage growth is in the gutter. GDP growth. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes, guys. And, you know, we'll have, cons- we'll have unemployment data coming out soon as well. So we'll have to keep, have to keep an eye on that. The, the German chain announced an intention to withdraw from the Australian market where it planned to open dozens of retail locations to focus on its European business. The, th- the shock decision will leave 200 Australian employees in limbo and a number of planned locations across the country abandoned. So that would have to suck. If you, you know, if you would, were signed up to be one of the first people working for a new brand like this as it was coming into the country, it was definitely, there'd definitely be some growth opportunities there. You'd hope people haven't jumped ship from another retailer to come onto here and burn their bridges. You really hope they haven't. And, well... You know, there's gonna there's more and more demand for these retail spaces or people designing these footprints, these sh- projects as well. That's going to be a hit. Kaufland says the fate of its existing Australian properties, which it, it purchased for retail outlets and distribution, will be discussed in the near future. This decision is about focusing business activity in Europe and is in no way a reflection of the efforts of our local employees or management or the support Kaufland has received from the Australian business community or governments, the company said in a statement. Okay, 
But what does that tell you about their? I, I think it's they've got. I see this as a warning sign about the Australian economy and the retail sector moving forward. Let me know in the comments how you see it. If you're picking up the same vibe that I am. Kaufland currently operates in European markets, including Germany, Poland, and the Czech Republic, employing more than 132,000 people. Kaufland International acting CEO, Frank Schumann, issued an apology for the disruption. We always felt welcome in Australia. We would like to thank our employees, and we apologize for the disruption this decision will cause, he said. Mr. Schumann said, while the decision was not an easy one to make, the chain had to focus on its traditional market. In Europe, we see a great deal of growth potential. We will actively shape the consolidation of the European retail sector, thus further reinforcing our leading position, he said. I mean, why couldn't you do both? I guess you'd have to divide resources and investment. That's probably it. But then again, isn't money so cheap in the European Union at the moment? <laughs> Initial plans. So just last year, Kaufland announced its aggressive expansion plan for Australia. In September, it confirmed it had lodged paperwork for nine sites in Victoria, including Oakley South, Coolaroo, Epping, Dandenong, and Shinside Park. And I know all those areas. <laughs> I know Dandenong and Shionside Park. It also had earmarked locations in South Australia with a national network of 20 stores before it had even announced a New South Wales expansion. At the time, Kaufland Australia Managing Director Julie Kern said the company was committed to basing its Aussie headquarters in Victoria and would tip half a billion dollars into the state. That's going to be a hit for Victoria, isn't it? Half a billion dollars of money coming in. We are committed to the long term. Well, not really. Sustainable investment in Victoria. And we're delighted to be exploring opportunities in both metropolitan and regional communities, she said. Well, doesn't look like it, does it? Continued retail woes. The announcement comes hot on the heels of a slew of high-profile Australian businesses that have folded in the first fortnight of 2020. It started early on January 7, when it was revealed department store Harris Scarf was set to shut 21 stores across five states over the course of just one month after the retailer was placed in receivership in December. Just days later, McWilliams Wine, the country's sixth largest wine company that had been run by the same family for more than 140 years, announced it had also appointed voluntary administrators. Then it was popular video game chain EB Games' turn, with the business confirming it was closing at least 19 stores across the country within weeks. Old fashioned chain Bardot is also planning to shut up 58 stores across the nation by March. I'll have to see if my local EB Games is closing. I mean, not that I go there too often, but I did actually buy my Stream Deck there. I did a click and collect and got it from there. So it was quite useful, quite convenient for me. In January, it also emerged Curious Planet, the educational retailer previously known as Australian Geographic, which is owned by parent company Cold Bookshop, will pull 63 stores across Australia after failing to find a buyer for the brand. While denim chain Jeans West entered voluntary administration that month, 
and tech giant Bose also revealed it would close all Australian stores and 119 across the globe, largely as a result of the rise in online shopping. The total confirmed number of bricks and mortar stores earmarked for closure has already risen to 161 this year alone. 2020 dismal first fortnight for retail follows a horror 2019 that brought the collapse of a slew of Aussie businesses, with some international players also falling in recent months. Last January, we saw Ed Harry went into voluntary administration. Weeks later, Skins, they applied in a Swiss court. At the end of the month, Napoleon uh, Purtis Beauty Empire announced the cult makeup chain's 56 Aussie stores, those for stock take. Administrators were appointed and scores of stores have since closed. Footwear trailblazer, Shoes of Prey. And that's this is a funny one. You know, Shoes of Prey, I, in many ways it seems like a... Reminds me of the uh, the internet bubble, you know, these ideas that never really take off. Also met its demise in March last year, along with British fashion giant Karen Miller, which in September revealed it would soon shut all Aussie stores, leaving 80 jobs in peril. In October, celebrity chef Shannon Bennett's Melbourne burger chain, Benny Burger, was also placed into administration followed by seven Red Rooster outlets in Queensland. And just later, the Aussie activewear sensation, Style Runner, which has since been sold to Ascent Group Limited. In November, it was revealed the popular furniture and homewares company, Zanu, was in trouble after it abruptly entered voluntary administration, leaving angry customers in the lurch. Later that month, 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 later that month, Muscle Coach, a leading fitness company, was put into voluntary administration after a director received a devastating diagnosis and the company racked up Debts of almost one million. And finally, Granitis restaurant chain entered voluntary administration with 13 sites across the country, and then Dimmy's bookshop. No, not Dimmy's bookshop, Dimmy's discount shop. So let's jump over and have a look. At, I mean, here's the Carfland website. And I mean, it's a brand from 1930 to 2011. I mean, this is the history of the company. You know, a thousand store marks in 2011. So they are a well-established business. And this is the flyer that they were, or the information that they were sending out. So Carfland has an ambitious Australian investment and development program. We are always looking to purchase suitable and appropriate sites. We look forward to hearing from you with any information on prospective sellers or sites. And the plot, you know, minimum size is 17,000 square meters and the preferred is 25 to 30,000. They want 400 car parks and they're the car park sizes. 2.7 5 by 2.7 wide by 5.2 long so they were pushing they were trying to find locations that are a well-established business with nearly a hundred years of history and they have decided after spending money hiring 200 people here in australia to not get set up here what do you think guys do you think this is a good sign for the australian economy or a bad sign for the australian economy we track this up to the retail recession or just a lack of confidence in our market or the, do they actually want to consolidate there? I mean, they're going to make more money consolidating in their European market than cracking the Australian sector. Let me know what your opinions are in the comments below, everyone. Please like, share and subscribe to the channel. If you're a fan and want to help us grow, we have a Patreon where you can donate every month. We also have the ability for you to join the channel here on YouTube where you get access to um, name uh, badges and emojis 
We also have affiliate links for Independent Reserve for your crypto trading and Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. It's a great way for you to support a channel without any cost to you. We have our own merch on the Heiser Says website. Pocket Squares, perfect for your next meeting. And finally, PayPal if you want to contribute that way. Thank you to everyone who helps support the channel. Have a great day, guys, and I will talk to you all later. Bye for now.